hello there and welcome to the River of Portland Church podcast. Glad that you tuned in today. We just finished celebrating our Pastor Appreciation Day where Pastor Herbert Mays and Pastor Becky Mays were both honored for the last 22 plus years of service given to the community here and to serve in our Lord and Savior. And uh, we just had a wonderful time in the Lord. We had a short little video that we watched, recaps of photos, and had a good laugh and a uh, good cry as well. And Pastors, we appreciate you guys. We love you for all that you do. We look forward to uh, many, many, many more years of service here at the River. You know, I've often said, you know, the River of Portland Church is a small-town church with a big-time God, and we come every Sunday expecting a move of the Holy Spirit, and we are never disappointed. So if you're in town or coming by or even make it a destination point, come in, visit with us, sit down, experience the Holy Spirit and what He could do, and, you know, Perhaps even receive that miracle that you've been seeking as well. But, but Pastor Mays gives a sermon here entitled, What Happens When Nothing Happens? Oftentimes we think, you know, where is God or, or what is going on? And Pastor Mays gets into the explanation here that God is always on the move and he's always working on things. Sometimes it's just below the surface. So sit back, relax, enjoy the sermon. I, I'm telling you, you're going to be blessed as we were blessed with it. To all the other pastors out there, happy appreciation day to you as well. We uh, we honor you guys too. Uh, one day when we get to heaven, we'll all hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Have a blessed day. But anyway, okay, that's better. I feel more comfortable. But anyway, but I appreciate you doing that. Appreciate all of you coming here. You're a blessing to us, and uh, I thank God that God brought you here. You know, I, I saw that, and I don't know where you did that, didn't you? I figured you was responsible for it. Um, but um, I don't know where you found all those pictures and everything. I looked back through there, and I said, "Man, I had hair," and I. <laughs> I look so good, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And now, I, you know, here, and I went and cut my hair the other day, and I put the wrong clipper on, and look what happened. So, but anyway, but that first picture, Mike, I, I, I don't know where you found it, but that fir- first picture in Vietnam, <coughs> there, that picture was made, I was 19 years old, and uh, eight hours, eight hours after that picture was made, I was in the morgue. But God, I said, but God had another plan, and God's got a plan for every person here today, and I thank God that He brought us a long ways, and so I thank God for my beautiful wife and Every step of the way she was there, she's more responsible than I am for anything. She just <laughs> prayer warrior. But uh, but God brought us here, and so uh, you know we came here to Portland actually in 1997, and uh, uh, I talked to a person who had uh, a church here. And um, that was going to a big church. I won't call the name of the church. Going to a big church in town here, and um, I we had been in town maybe a couple of weeks, you know, in a little old building, a little storefront building, 
and I was talking to this person, and they said, you know, the type church you're starting, it won't work in Portland. You know, said, we, we, we don't want any of those kind of churches in Portland. Well, 22 years later, we're still here. 22 years later, we've seen miracle after miracle after miracle in this church right here. I could go through the day and, 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 and think about all of the things that God has done and people that He's touched here in, in, in 22 years. Some of you sitting here today is a result of the power of God and what He's done uh, in, in this church. So I thank you for that. I'm going to minister this morning on a subject that I was going down the road and I got uh, this week. Anybody ever been here, what happens when nothing happens? Now, the Lord, that's a strange, what happens when nothing happens? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to sh- share with you today what happens when nothing happens. We've all been there in um, those times. Turn to your Bible in Luke, the fifth chapter. The Bible says in Luke chapter 5, So it was, as the multitude pressed around him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gerenaset and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got in one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to push out a little further from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. Jesus preached many great sermons. This is one of the greatest that He's ever preached. And He entitled it, What Happens When Nothing Happens. He comes and gets in the boat, He presses out, and He's teaching the multitudes. Now, when He stopped speaking, He said to Simon, I want you to launch out into the deep and let your nets down for a catch. I want you to see that word there is N-E-T-S, nets. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net, N-E-T. Here's where Simon's faith was. They had, they had fished all night long. They had let down all of their nets and they caught nothing. He comes back and Jesus appears to them. And Jesus says, now I want you going out here into the deep. There's a message there. God wants us to get into deep faith. He wants you to start believing for something that you cannot see in the natural. I've got some people right here today that that I could talk to that I'm telling you that you don't see it in the natural, but God is working in the supernatural realm to make a make a way where you may not see no way. There is uh, supernatural healings that's going to take place 
within the next three months that you are going to blow your mind when you hear the report that what God done. I'm not talking about what a doctor done. I'm not talking about what the psychiatrist done. I'm talking about you're going to see that when God moves in the realm of a miracle, that miracles happen, bless God. So here's Simon, and he's got Jesus, the living Son of God, in the boat. And he still don't have no more faith than one net. And so he said, we've toiled all night and we caught nothing. So when they had done this, they caught a great multitude of fish, and their net was breaking. I wonder what would happen if they took all the nets out there. Here is, they have fished all night long. Here's how big God is. They have fished all night long. They've caught nothing. God gets in the boat, and He speaks to the fish, and tells the fish to get to a certain spot. We're coming after you. I want you to congregate right here at concordance, or whatever, whatever they call that, concordance, whatever. GPS something. He said, I want you to get here. I'm fixing to send a multitude of fish, and I hope you got your nets ready. Well, they didn't have one net ready. Well, anyway, they went down, put the net down, and the Bible says they caught so many fish that the net was breaking. Now, here is Jesus said to them, and he says on down to Simon when Simon is asking, well, how could this happen? And Jesus said later, he said, Simon, owe ye a little faith. See, little faith will get you little things. Great faith will get you great things. See, when we get our talking lined up with our believing, God can move on your behalf. He can cause things to happen, bless God, that seems like it's impossible. And so we see here... That Jesus, when He had preached to him, He went out and created a miracle. Many times, us, we're looking for the spectacular, and Jesus moves into supernatural. We're looking for some grandiose thing that God's going to do. But supernaturally, He's moving under the sea water, you understand. He's moving in a realm that we can't see. Now, you know, I, I, I don't want to embarrass him, but I was thinking this morning. I had a guy in this church here, and you, you guys know that's been here a while know this. Comes to church now every Sunday. Didn't want to come to this church. Didn't like the church. Told his wife he wasn't coming to church here. But what happens is, if you stay around a wet riverbank long enough, you'll slip in. If you stay long enough, you're going to start believing what we believe. Well, what do you believe? I believe Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I believe Jesus Christ was, if He was a healer, in Second Peter two twenty four that says, "By your stripes you are healed." If He was a healer in Second in Peter two twenty four, He's still a healer today. The Bible says He has not changed. He's the same as He was 2,000 years ago. What we got to do is get our faith up and start believing that He's able to do it, bless God. Now, I saw this guy. You, you, you know the situation. I saw this guy come to church here. His little bride come to church here. They've been coming now three, four, five years, three years, whatever. And, I, and, and so uh, this guy had a... 
addiction of $600 a month. Now, he said it. I didn't say it. He had an addiction of $600 a month on alcohol. Well, I see that y'all don't believe that. But I see this guy had an addiction of $600 a month he spent on alcohol. I saw God. Come on, somebody help me here this morning. I saw God in, in, in His supernatural power lay a guy out on the floor. The guy got up on Sunday and never drunk another beer in his life, got delivered, got delivered of $600 a month alcohol problem. You know what the guy done? He went out and bought a new truck. Well, he had $600 extra. That's pretty good, isn't it? Why? Because we just believe that God's able to bless God. Now, I know he probably, that morning he watered into the church here. Well, I don't mean watered in. He, I mean, anyway, the, the morning he come to church here, he probably, he might not have been expecting nothing. But I had a little lady, I don't know, uh, well, whatever your name is, told me the other day, she said, Pastor, she said, it's something about the right side of the church, about two-thirds of the way up. She said, it's something anointed there. Amen. Well, that's where he was sitting. <laughs> Am I telling the truth? And he just stands up, and the power of God puts him down on the floor. And he got up delivered of alcohol, bless God. I'm telling you, I'm telling you that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If He done it for Tito, He can do it for you, bless God. All you gotta do is believe. Well, see, Jesus is trying to teach them. Just believe. There's gonna be fish out there. Believe. Well, they had net faith where God was what Jesus was wanting them to have net's faith. He wants, to, he, he wants you to operate in a super realm. Now there's three types of people. There's people who try to make it happen. There's people who hope it happens. And then there's people who stand and wait on God to do something. So many times we get in the way of God trying to make something happen. God just, I've got another guy I talked to this morning. I'm going to tell you something. I, it's so many miracles that's happened in this church. Uh, we could write another book just on nothing but miracles. Just miracles. I talked to a guy this morning. Am I telling, if I'm not telling the truth, you say, Pastor, you're not telling the truth. I've got this little guy right here, and so he's working for a company here in, in Portland. His old company calls him back and wants him to come back to his job. And so he asked me about it. He said, Pastor, I, I don't know, said, you know, said, I, they want me to come back and it was a good job and da 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 and done all this kind of stuff. And he said, I, I said, well, what, do you feel anything? 
Well, uh, you know, sometimes when God's moving, He won't give you an a direct answer. Sometimes the answer will come suddenly or slowly, and you know it just in your spirit. Now, so Robert, told, he said, now, now, Brother Herb, are you doing okay? Okay. And so he said, now, Brother Herb, he said, uh, I can take this job and go back to my old job, good money and everything. Well, anyway, make a long story short, he come up about, uh, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks ago, I mean a couple weeks after that, and he said, Brother Herb, you won't believe what happened. Well, naturally, I'm going to believe. <laughs> and he said, I went to my boss, and I told him I think he might maybe consider about going back to the old job. So the boss said, Robert said, uh, did we tell you about the bonus? He said, bonus? He said, yeah. I said, we give bonuses here at this company. And he said, oh, God. He said, you're due for a $5,000 bonus. Now, suppose, I'm asking you this question. Suppose that he had tried to make something happen instead of waiting on God for God to move. Well, he just waited on God, got $500 richer. I mean, $5,000. Woo! Mercy. I shouldn't have told that because your kids are going to want to borrow money. And here's what you do. You tell them you've done to spend it all. And so he got to $5,000 and he said, Now, Brother Herb, he said, I was thinking about buying me a new truck. And he said, I was thinking about buying a new truck. And he said, I don't know, just something I couldn't, something I couldn't get out of. And about a week or so after that, he got a, in fact, I thought about trying to walk around the truck seven times and claim it for myself. <laughs> I'd actually thought about that. I thought, well, now, you know, you remember this years ago? It used to be the name it and claim it bunch. You know, they said, "Well, we just if, if you want it, just walk around seven times and claim it." But anyway, and um, so it was just a nice truck. And I, I and I said, "Robert, you got a nice little truck here." He said, "Man, I just love that truck. Gave eight hundred dollars for it." I said, "What?" He said, I "Gave eight hundred dollars for it. A nice truck." Now, I said, now, I told him this morning, isn't that better than spent having a, a, a truck note? It's paid for. Then he's got $4,200 left that Linda will spend. And so he's just, they're all happy. But he waited on God. And so the moral of the story, when nothing is happening... Just wait upon the Lord. Now, in Exodus, the 14th chapter, we read this story. And um, this is uh, in Exodus, the 14th chapter. We see the story here of uh, the children of Israel. And Moses is fighting against Pharaoh and all this. And in verse 13... The people, you know, they're, they're all up in arms and all this other kind of stuff and upset and all this kind of stuff. Now look what Moses said to the people in verse 13. Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still. Quit worrying 
and stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. That word salvation means deliverance. Which He will accomplish for you today. Now look what He said right here. For the Egyptian, the enemy that you see today, you ain't going to see no more. The Lord will fight for you and you will hold your peace. Let me tell you something. So many times we're fighting against things that God's already took care of. We're worrying about things that God's already took care of. We're laying asleep at night and God done took care of it. You understand? I told you a story uh, uh, several weeks ago. My wife got me some new sweat rags. And we had this deal. We're going with my daughter and we're building a house out there. And I was fretting a little bit over inspections because the county can get all upset and all this kind of stuff and uh, everything. So I, 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 I thought, I'd wake up a couple of times at night and I'm thinking, man, did we do everything to pass this inspection? Then I'm thinking, and this went on a couple of nights. I'd wake up and i think, now what do I need to do to pass this building inspection? And so after about two nights, I'm, I'm, I'm coming back into Portland. Driving back into Portland. And the Holy Ghost. I said the Holy Ghost. I'm driving down the road. And the Holy Ghost said, I want you to give this guy this amount of money. I said, oh my God. It's more than $10. It was more than a hundred. I mean, it was quite a bit of money. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and He said, I'm going to break this for you today. So this seed right here, and you, it will be broken. Well, I come back. I told this guy, I said, here's what I'm going to give you. We had the inspection the next, well, two days later, we had the inspection. We go out there, and my daughter uh, is out there for the inspector. She called and she said, Daddy, she said, the inspector come today. I said, he did. He said, the inspector said that this was the best framed house that he's ever inspected. <laughs> nothing. Nothing wrong with it. What happened? We listened to the Lord. Now, but there was a time that I was fretting over that. Fret does not get you anything. It's fret and fear comes in. And fear comes in is a deterrent to your faith. And so when, when we start coming in and we, we, we get this feeling of fear, then it, fear is a natural reaction in your body to you, to the unknown. Fear is a reaction to the unknown. You don't know, so naturally fear comes up. Fear has a half-brother. And it's called pride. So when fear and pride, because what happens so many times, when we get over into fear, we get thinking, now, I'm somebody, I'm really somebody. I'm, you know, this and that. So pride... His half-brother comes in. 
So then they team up against you. And we all know that the Bible says that pride cometh before the fall. So we just stand, bless God. We don't, we don't give in to the devil to start operating in that pride. Now, I was thinking this morning, and we've been here 22 years, about standing through all of the trials and the tribulations. I can tell you that it has not been easy. But I can tell you that with God, He's made a way. And so I got thinking this morning about the people who have come against us and done all this kind of stuff. And you won't believe this, but I found this this morning. These are letters that I have received for the last 22 years of people who operate in pride. What happens is, they'll put it in a letter, but they won't tell you to your face. And so, here's the thing about it is, I keep them. Because you know what that does? It motivates me. It motivates me to keep doing what I'm doing. Because, I'll be honest with you, I like to irritate people sometimes. I'll be honest with you, it, it, it makes me feel good sometimes when, when I see people, well, Brother Harry, you ought not done this, you ought not done that. I say, but here's the one thing that I learned a long time ago. I'm going to do what God says. I'm going, to do, I'm going to try to do it when God says do it. And then I don't care what, where it falls. I don't care if a hair lips the devil. I'm going to do what God says. And when we do what God says, God will make a way where there seemed to be no way. And so, I thought about that, but when nothing happens, what do we do? We stand. We don't get out here, and, 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 and I've been guilty of this myself. I know I'm the only one in here that's been guilty of that. But I've seen things not happening, then I try to make it happen. Every time that I've tried to make something happen, I've been in trouble. At times that I have waited on the Lord, God has always brought me through. In Isaiah, the 40th chapter, the Bible says in verse 31, but those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. That's why we wait and that's why we stand. No matter what the circumstances is. No matter if it ain't nothing happening. We wait upon the Lord. And He says we shall renew our strength. We shall mount up with wings of eagle. You shall run and not be weary. You will walk and not faint. Verse 10. Here's where fear comes in of, of chapter 41. Fear not. For I am with you. Be not dismayed. I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold your right hand. So God is always on our side no matter where we're at in our faith walk. You might have little faith this morning. God is still there. Your faith may not be uh, uh, operating at 100%. But God can take what you've got 
and create out of what you got. Sometimes even when he, we told Simon Peter, he said, you got little faith. But he still moved in Simon, on Simon Peter's behalf. I saw this story years ago, and they said it was true. But I don't know. But I, anyway, I'm going to tell you this story that is, that's kind of funny, I think, about standing. This farmer had an old mule. And he'd had the mule for a long time. And the mule was old and it couldn't work no more in the fields. So the farmer said, he decided, I can't shoot the mule. You know, he's been my best friend for all these years. I can't kill him. He won't die. And so he, he decided, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go get my tractor and my backhoe. And he was going to dig a hole. And he's going to bury the mule. So he takes his tractor and he digs this big hole and he takes a strap and he picks up the mule and puts the mule in the hole. He takes his tractor and he starts putting dirt in the hole. Well, as he puts the dirt in the hole, the mule starts shaking it off. He just kept putting the the dirt in the hole. The mule kept shaking. Well, he kept putting the dirt in. He looking up, and a, a mule is coming out of the hole, the, coming up on out of the hole, and gets up, her, and he's just shaking it off. The moral of the story. And finally, he said, "Well, ain't no way I can kill him." He took him on back home and uh, let him live out his life. And the moral of the story is, when the devil starts throwing dirt on somebody, helping somebody this morning. I said, when the devil wants to throw dirt on you, when the world says you ain't worth nothing, when all your uncles and aunts and all these other kind of people says you'll never amount to nothing, when everything is coming against you, and when everybody's throwing dirt upon you, here's what you do. You just shake it off, bless God, and just keep going on because God's on your side. It don't make any difference who's coming against you. You're going to win, bless God. God is always, He's going to, He's going to have you stepping on the discouragement. He's going to have you pounding down all of the sickness and diseases. And He's going to have you on top of the circumstances that you think has got you down. God is still moving today. He ain't quit moving, bless God. He's still the same. We just got to have faith in God. Now, in Ephesians, the sixth chapter, Paul talks about standing. And here's where we're going to close this morning. I want you to see this. What happens when nothing happens? We stand. In Ephesians, the sixth chapter, verse 10, he said, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Well, how much might do you think God's got? My God, He created everything. Created you. He cre- every living being, God created. He's the great El Shaddai, the God that's more than enough. He's the God that's more than enough to take, take care of any situation you have. But He said, I want you to stand. And he said, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand. Look what he said, stand against the devil. And look what he said. 
We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. You know what your enemy is? It ain't your neighbor. I want you to get that. We don't wrestle against Harry and Mary. But, but it's against principalities. Against powers. Against the rulers of darkness of this age. Against a spiritual host of weakness in heavenly places. Therefore, take on, on verse 13, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand in the evil day. And after you've done all, stand, bless God. Don't give up. So many times when it's not going our way, we want to say, well, it ain't working. I tell you, God's working in an unseen realm for some people here today. I'm telling you, you may not think it's going to work. I'm telling you, God, it's going to work. Isn't it great to know that God is on your side all the time? That even when we don't see Him working, that He is still behind the scenes, making things happen on your behalf? How encouraging is it to know that no matter what you face or what you're going through, that you have the Alpha and Omega right there with you at all times. Anyway, I hope the message encouraged you. I hope you got something out of it. I'm sure you did. Come and join us sometime. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Remember, Jesus is Lord. God loves you. We love you. And until next time, goodbye.